Pull up a seat at the table and join us on Now What with Danny and Shannon, a podcast where your heart is heard because your voice has value. This season, we're busting up cultural cliches and turning them into biblical truths. Join us as we talk about popular Bible verses that have been morphed and twisted into cultural cliches, and we tweak them with biblical truths. Hi, welcome to Now What with Danny and Shannon. Hi, Danny, how are you? I'm great, Shannon. How are you? I'm good. It's been so long. It was time to get another one of these out into the world. I know. I just can't wait. I've had so many people give us good feedback on busting our cultural cliches. Yes, absolutely. You know, this morning I just kind of posted real quick on Instagram. Um, one that we were that what we were doing for today of the let go and let God and somebody says oh I'm so glad you're doing this and she's like I hate it when people tell me that so she's like I can't wait to hear what you have to say so she's always fun and a good encourager and a, and a fun cheerleader so so we always start with your you've got a question what is your question that we always start with okay so today we're gonna play fun and games and I want to know would you rather play mother may I or king of the hill well, you know, in all, in all uh, full disclosure, I had to ask how to play King of the Hill. I was like, no, wait, is that the one where you like capture the flag? And I'm like, no, that's called capture the flag. So, but <laughs> your description of King of the Hill was you climb to the top of the hill, you push everybody else off. And I went, yeah, that's me. That's my game. That's what I want to play. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like to ask for permission. So yeah, I would, I would definitely rather play King of the Hill. So what about you? Are you the mother may I, or are you King of the Hill? I'm absolutely Mother May I, because, you know, Mother May I, actually, there's an element of creativity in that. Oh, yeah. May I take two umbrella steps forward? (laughs) Mother May I jump like a frog four times? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, how many times have you thought about baby steps or giant steps lately? Yeah. See, and that's just the difference of you and I. Those are little details that I'm like, I just be like, what are we playing? Why? Of course I can go four steps forward if I want to. (laughs) (laughs) And and the creative part, I don't think I've ever asked to take umbrella steps. So that's (laughs) hilarious. So yeah, that's why I don't like that game. One, I don't like to ask for permission. There was even somewhere we were last week and I'm like, no. You don't ask for permission. Ask for forgiveness. <laughs> like, just go and do it. <laughs> so, yeah, those are definitely our def- different personalities that coming through in that. And, and I actually think that that applies to our question of, is, is that saying, let go and let God, mm-hmm. is that actually helpful or hurtful? Yeah, so where do you land on that? We've, we've kind of thrown this out as our cliche for this week. So where do you, is, is the let go and let God, is it helpful or is it hurtful? I think it's really, when I hear that, or I've heard other people that have heard that, it's almost like you're saying, hey, you know what? There's a time limit for you to be vulnerable. 
-hmm. And if you don't meet my time limit, I'm going to tell you, it's just time to move on, mm. whether, whether you're ready or not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just puts that time constraint on it. Like, we're sorry, you're, you're, we're sorry you're suffering, but it's time to move on. So yeah, so that's that, that when we tell our friends that it's not helpful. And I think also we're just telling them like, hey, you know what? It's been six months. It's been three months. It's been a year. It's whatever since, you know, or it's been how, whatever that time frame is. We're just telling them, you just need to get over it and move on. Like get back to normal and just get over it already. So I think that's the hurtful thing that our friends and family here are saying also um, when we use that cliche. Right. And I think there's also a cause and effect that's mm. attached to that. Mm. It's, well, if you don't let go of your expectations or your hopes and dreams or the way, the direction you wanted to do this, mm. you aren't letting God. And, and you know what? It's almost like, that would be like me telling you, oh, Shannon, you know what? If you're tired of winter, just go out and say, winter, I'm going to let it be spring. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. And it doesn't work that way with God. We don't have this cause and effect. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do A so I can make God do B. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. going to let go. So I can let God take care of me and do what he wants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's misdirected. I think that is too. I think that's definitely misperceived and, and a hurtful thing they hear. I think one more thing that we've talked about before is that, and I, I said, I giggled when I read back over our notes that we had made that it's like, there's one that we wrote down. It says, you're becoming too needy, even for God, you know, <laughs> so Oh, like I got a kick out of us when we, when we made these notes, uh, just to kind of visit those back. But I'm like, wow, that, that I'm sure your friend, our friends would hear that, but oh my word, God would never say that, you know, but that's what our friends are hearing. And that's what they're receiving. Like, man, you are just sucking me dry. You, you're just too needy. Even, even for me, even for God. Right. <laughs> right. And yeah. he, he wants us to come to him mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. and time and time again. And I heard the most beautiful thing today. It was like, even if your prayers aren't being answered right now, God never forgets them. Mm -hmm. We kind of have a tendency to think of in the, in the moment and in the now and if, if somebody comes to us with a need and then we don't have time for it or whatever, we can kind of forget it. And that's our mm. humanness, but yeah. God never forgets our tears. He never forgets when we're delighting in his presence. He, he, he keeps those treasures in heaven with him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of it, that knowing that he holds all of those things for us, that doesn't put a timeline on anything. Right. Right. So what we need to help our friends process, we need to help them like, you know, what does healing need to look like for you? And I think one of the reasons that we came up with the, um, the, would you rather question about mother may I, it's that sometimes we need to give our friends permission to heal. Right. You know, I mean, so it needs to, you know, it, it's okay to, to do some healing in the process after your grief and your suffering or, or whatever that you're going through. So I think we need to, I think that needs to be the beginning of our conversations with our friends is wh what do you need healing from? What does healing need to look like? Cause it looks it, different for 
even if it's the same um, circumstance within one family, it could look different for each individual member of what that healing needs to look like. So I think that's where we kind of even begin the conversation is what does this need to look like for you? And I think that is such a great point. And I think too, sometimes it almost feels like if I'm starting to get better, I'm losing that final attachment to that person I love, especially mm-hmm. if we've suffered a loss. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. Your grief is almost that final tie. Yeah. And so if you say, okay, I'm ready to move on, it almost feels like you're saying, I'm ready to move on from you, but, it's, it. but it's not you're moving away from them. Mm-hmm. It's you're moving towards your healing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of who you can be after the fact or whatever, you know? Right. Yeah. And so I think, and I think that's the question of like, what do you need from, that's the question. What do you need from your family? We need different things from our family when we begin the healing process and we need different things from our friends and, and our coworkers even to be able to begin. And I think that's where that conversation starts is just asking those simple questions, asking your friends, one, we give you permission to heal. It's okay to heal. Right. Because it doesn't mean that you're forgetting. It just means that you are beginning the healing process for yourself. So that's part of that first question. And I think there's another question. Are there other questions we should be asking? What else can, would we be saying to our friends instead of just let go and let God? What else is helpful? I think sometimes I like to ask the question, what give me one word Mm -hmm. for what you want to heal from. Mm -hmm. So if you, so if you say, um, I want to get rid of this pain and Mm -hmm. then you follow that with what would submission to God look like? How would that cure your pain? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you kind of get that one word and then you talk about how, submitting to God's will is, is going to fulfill that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's that question of if you're, are, are you afraid of moving on? Are you, a, do you, does that feel like, cause you kind of touched on that. Does it feel like if you do move on, does that feel like one more loss that you lose that connection with a loved one? Maybe if you've lost them or something. So it, you know, does, does moving on feel like more loss? One more thing that you're losing. So I think there's, there's some healing and, and questions that go through with that also. Right. Right. So, and I think one of the Bible verses that we've landed on comes out of Exodus, which is always a a great place to find some healing, right? In Exodus, that's not your typical, (laughs) not your typical healing place, but kind of one that the places that we landed on that would kind of counteract this cultural cliche and really just turn it into a biblical truth is out of Exodus 14, 14. And it's just that simple verse. The Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. That is one of my favorite Bible verses. In fact, Mm -hmm. you know that because (laughs) I chose the word B for my word of the year, Mm -hmm. this was the Bible verse that I was directed to. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just so comforting, no matter what you're going through, mm-hmm. or somebody say to you, the Lord will fight for you. Yeah. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to have that cause and effect. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? He's mm-hmm. got you and he's had you from the time before you were born. And so he will fight for you. 
Yeah. And that, and that goes to that sense of you're you're sweet, you're getting choked up, but it goes to that sense that we don't have to strive and we don't have to do, and we don't have to act. And it doesn't come when you're going through that sorrow and grief and a tragedy, you don't have anything to give. And so it, it just get, it lets you just be it's, it's give it to God and let him, let him fight for you through your daily struggles and everything. It's almost like the image of, you know, when you go out in the sunshine for the first day in the spring and it's so radiant and you just want to lift your arms up Mm -hmm. and you want to feel that sunshine just pouring Mm -hmm. down from from heaven onto you for the first time. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. That's such a great feeling. And so when you just lift your arms up and you say, oh God, I'm just ready to receive this healing. Pour it down on me like the sunshine. You know, go, give me your unlimited grace and and just pour it on me. It's just, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Yeah. And I think that that moves us to help giving. What, so what do we tell our friends and family? Instead of, you know, we don't want to go from just, you know, let go and let God. We want to have those, that truth that is helpful. And so part of that is just like, hey, you're going to trade that healing for sadness. You know, that's a helpful thing. Like, Hey, it's okay to trade that in. That's right. You know, you're not just letting go and letting God, we're going to trade that healing uh, for your sadness. We're going to replace that, that sadness and that sorrow and that grief and let that be a part where you're just being still and letting God do some healing in your heart and in your life. So I think that's what we want our friends to really hear is that we just want them to have that healing process. And, you know, one of the things that you and I talked about, and I love this, is you have permission to trust God, Mm -hmm. permission to be healed, and permission to be forgiven. Yeah. Yeah. I think we don't give ourselves permission to do a lot of stuff that, especially when it comes to our spiritual walk, that needs to be done. To having those days of a fasting, which I've, you know, Dusty was like, oh, are you getting to get on? Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm tired, but yeah, we'll go do it. But, you know, if, if you're walking and, and just in your walking forward, it's just that continual obedience, whether you feel like it or not. Right. You just have to keep walking forward. You just have to. And I think sometimes we need to give per- ourselves permission to not have to walk forward, to not have to do an action. You know, right. so that sometimes we need that permission to just let the Lord be in our hearts. So, and I, that's one of the things that I've kind of write about is that when, you know, if you're, if you're doubting your faith, it's okay to doubt. We need permission to doubt. You don't have to have 110% of faith every day, right? It's okay to bring your doubts to the Lord. It's okay to bring all of these things, you know, so we have to give ourselves and our friends permission um, a lot more than what we've been, what we're doing right now. I think we need permission to be healed permission to be forgiven, all of those things. I think that's right. And permission to be imperfect. Oh yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right, friend. Well, maybe we have turned that cultural cliche into some biblical truth and we can help our friends and um, let them know that it's just, it's just one step at a time too, right? It's about being obedient with the Lord and whatever, next right thing he's calling you to and whatever little thing he's wanting you to be still in so that he can open the doors for you so that he can fight for you. So that's what we want to encourage everyone to do is, 
is just to be still and let the Lord fight for you. Those are big, powerful words. And you can be creative as you're doing it. Yeah. Take an umbrella step forward. That's great. Take an umbrella step forward in faith. I love it. Or maybe a leapfrog. Or maybe a leapfrog. (laughs) And some days just push somebody off the top of the hill. No. No. (laughs) Okay. We won't. Wrong game. Wrong metaphor. Wrong game. (laughs) All right, friend. Thank you. We will do this again. Okay. Sounds great, Shannon. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Bye, everybody.